How important is it to control what people are saying behind your back in business? Find out on today's episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience. As always, I have my co-host, Fung and Wally here. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? Yo, what's up? What's up? What up? What up? Knowledge Boner crew. Hope everybody's doing well. Had an awesome week. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we were able to go and record an episode. Um, uh, I don't have my, my good mic today. I'm not sure why it's working, so I'm busting out the handy-dandy headset today uh, for the recording's sake, so hopefully everyone can hear me clearly, but today's going to be a very uh, cool topic um, before we kind of hit record here, we were kind of brainstorming some ideas and talking about it and Fung brought up, um, the subject of reputation. Um, cause we had like, you know, uh, something cool happen recently in terms of like a referral for a possible, you know, business deal. And, um, and, and so we just got on the subject of reputation and how important it is because, uh, it, it's definitely something needs to be talked about, right? Because one thing that I like about reputation that, you know, people like Alex Mosey like bring up is he's a really, really good point. And he says, you know, you have good, good reputation, but behind the scenes, while a lot of people can't actually grow in marketing is because if you have a bad reputation, how much it multiplies can actually hurt you and hurt the marketing. Right. So you could be like spending dollars and putting all this energy and effort in marketing and have a negative reputation behind the scenes that's just growing and growing and catching up. And that's actually having that's damaging you. You have no idea. And you're just wondering what the hell's going on with marketing. Right. And it just takes that one time of someone seeing an ad. And I see this in comments all the time. Right. When I get ads on my newsfeed, I can go in and be like, uh, you know, one person will go and say something and people will comment on be like, oh, my gosh, really? Did this really happen. And there's just this whole wall of people being like, no, nope, I had a bad experience. I don't recommend them because of this, this, this. And people take it to heart. Right. Reviews can can definitely hurt you. Um, so it can be a really, really cool, interesting topic. And so um, from from y'all's day and activity and, and you guys interacting, you know, have y'all ha- have y'all seen this happen with anyone close to you recently as well? Uh, yeah, actually. So, so I, I'll, I'll take the forefront with this a little bit. And, and, and so this actually has nothing to do with, with, uh, specifically your business, but this does have, have to do with your reputation personally, which can affect your business, uh, overall, if that makes sense. Uh, is, is that clear in terms of how, how I kind yeah, of set that? For sure. Yeah. So like, you know, w- one thing in particular is, uh, and I'm not going to call names. I'm not going to, you know, point anybody out. That's, that's totally rude. And I will not do that. Um, but this is, this is an individual that that's, that's in, I wouldn't say in my circle, but in the circles that I frequent, um, and, and let's, and this particular person, they've built a reputation of, of let's just say unsafe for women, right? Let's just say that. What? And what I mean by this is that, is that, you know, instead of, you know, pretty much the biggest thing about, about being a guy, right. Is you want to be able to make sure that people feel safe around you, right. Anybody in general, they need to be able to be open. They need to be able to share their feelings, their thoughts, and, and all these things like that, right? And and so and especially for women. And so there's one guy in particular. He is he's doing a lot of things that that kind of build him a reputation of being somebody that's not safe for women, um, if that makes sense. But uh, when you say not not safe, like like you don't mean like like physically. You just like emo- You're talking like emotionally safe, like just emotionally safe. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Not physically, not like harming people or anything yeah. like that. But more like like not a safe container. Right. Gotcha. 
Um, not somebody that you go hang out with, not somebody that you invite to parties, not somebody that you go and you, you, you do extra things with, right? It's just somebody you strictly, they strictly will only talk to this person in public settings because of this reputation, right? And it, it has to do with, with how he is approaching females, right? He's hitting on all of them. He's not like, he's not like being just, you know, he's just being very, very sleazy. He's getting in group settings and hosting his own events and still like, being unsafe for, for different women around him, just kind of like, almost like preying on them. Right. Um, and, and, and even though like right now it's, it's one of those scenarios where, where it's kind of, uh, he said, she said, right. But, but the, he said that he said, she said turns into word of mouth, which then, you know, gets to all people's friends. Which is why you're wondering, oh, why don't I get invited to parties or why don't I get invited to birthday parties or why didn't I get invited to this event or this dinner? And it's like, you know, <laughs> that's so interesting, but like, but so good. This is, this is perfect to kind of dive into with reputation and you're right. It, it has, it has a negative connotation because then if people assume that that's the rap and you don't want to associate with it, then you don't get into other inner circles and, and not to mention, you don't even know what's being said. But my question is in this case, right? What if the guy has no idea that that's maybe he's just oblivious to it. Right. Like, like if, if, if he's around and other women are assuming that, you know, hey, I don't want to be around them or, or whatever, or it's not a safe space or whatever you want to call it. Um, and what if he's just oblivious to it and like legitimately has no idea he has that reputation. Right. So, you know, do you think that in that case that he should just be made aware of it so he can pivot before the damage gets worse? Or is this something to where like he knows and he just doesn't care? Yeah. So I, I think, I think it's a, it's right in the middle. Um, I think that, I think that one, that he's a, he's aware of what he's doing, but I don't think that he is aware of how that, how other people perceive those things, if that makes sense. Um, and the other one is the intention, right? Um, you know, once somebody has like, has, has like has questions about your intentions, like why you're talking to them, like, why are you speaking to me? Like, why, you know what I mean? Like once they have questions about your intentions, then, then a whole lot of problems start, start to happen. Right. Because because then it's like almost like uh, not, I wouldn't say predatory, but it's just like they are always questioning your motives whenever you do something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, why are you nice to me? Oh, it's, well, obviously you want something. Yeah. Oh, why are you? You know, it, it, it becomes a very transactional relationship with most people. And so then there are, everybody's like on guard, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where it's it's you keep that person always at arm's length. Right. It's not like, you know, when you see someone you've known for a while and you come up and give them the old bear hug, right? Like, oh my gosh, so good to see you, you know, even though it's been like a couple of days, right? It's, you're very cordial, you're very polite, you don't have that type of connection with that person once you've built a bad reputation, right? And it's very hard to recover from because um, for, for this particular individual, right, it's patterns, Right. And what a lot of people probably don't think about uh, or they probably know, but don't really think about in detail is that um, women talk. <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, that's that's where the let's just call it what it is. That's where the quadratic damage comes from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the gossip like change. The gossip. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And it, it could just take one bad, one bad experience, one bad thing in order to just send you down the spiral. And then all of a sudden everyone is aware of the things that you're doing and then they'll only be polite and cordial with you but then they won't take the initial step any longer to be like oh like i can refer this person to business or i can invite them out to a, a function and then 
things won't be weird, right? Like, um, there's no creepy feelings. There's no yeah, predatory I'm vibes. Real quick right where you said that because it's personal integrity right it's like that whole idea of yeah. like of like look like if if this person isn't personally like their their integrity isn't in check then why would i deal with them in business or why would i deal with them in any other setting you know what i mean um and and it's just like it's it's that what happens right there like your personal reputation can then rep, like damage your business reputation too right because yep. you could be very very good at what you what you know what you're good at right you could have the best skills you could be amazing but but if your reputation sucks and people don't like you and they think that you are a, like not a good like fit for the people around them, then they're going to be less likely to like do anything with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not only not get referrals, but if a referral happens and then, you know, it takes one person to be like, Oh, whoa, whoa, I heard, I heard this, this, and this about that person. I, I, here's why I don't recommend it. Then you're just like, Oh, holy crap. Right. The kind of that, that negative, negative reputation can definitely hurt for sure. Um, and I think like, you know, just for context, everyone listening, I had no idea that the subject was going to be coming up, uh, nor do I absolutely know who, who they're talking about. I I'm assuming I do, but if it's the same person, um, there was an interaction where we, I remember being at y'all's event where afterwards I was like, okay, that was weird. What one person had said, because the first thing that came to my mind was no integrity. I was like, I was like, who the heck comes to an event and then steps up and then says that, and then goes in and pitches their own thing. That's kind of, but, but, but the way it was phrased kind of threw rocks at what you guys were doing, basically saying, Hey, we do it this way, screw this way. And, and, and so if it's the same person, I a hundred percent can see <laughs> where, where that would come from, because I was literally, and, and I've you know never met this individual before is literally my first year. You know, we talk first impressions, right? So my first impression yep. was I was just sitting there just kind of dumbfounded, like, and it was, I know it made it awkward. I was like, does this guy really just say what I think he did? Is he, is this a joke? What's going on? And then, you know, afterwards Fung's like, oh no, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> how it was meant. And so, <laughs> you know, it's just baffling that people just don't care about how they would be viewed in those, or, or maybe, or maybe it's just negligence. Maybe they genuinely just don't know. Maybe this is how they're erased. I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think that's part of it too. And then the other thing is like, is like, um, you know, when you're building reputation, one, one thing that's super important, and this is like from the 48 laws of power, right? But you never want to, it's like the, the, the law is you never want to outshine the master. But in this case, yeah. right, like the person that has been around that has a network and, and different things like that, you, you definitely don't want to like, like piss off this person or rub them the wrong way because their network uh, directly affects you. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that's a good, do you, so do you agree with that rule on the never outshine the master and the 48 laws of power? Um, I a hundred percent do. I think that you're allowed to outshine the master as long as you give the, as long as you give the, the master, the honor, if that makes sense. Appropriate credit. Yep. Yeah. Appropriate yeah, credit credit. Is due, you're allowed to be however you yeah. want because, but if you're not doing that, then no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Cause you know, there's, there's case where, uh, you guys know a buddy of mine I'm helping we're doing like a training and stuff. And he called me and asked me, he's like, Hey, how would you handle this one situation? Uh, if the prospect says this to you and I told him exactly how I would do it. And he went and did it and then worked and then went to his organization. And then the sales manager was like, how did you come up with this? He goes, Oh yeah. I thought about it on the fly. And I was like, dude, uh, yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I don't want to bring you up yet. Blah, blah. I'm like, but still, man, give credit where credit's due. Come on, man. What do you, what do you talk about? You t- taking ownership, taking ownership for my stuff. Come on. You know? So I, I guess I could see, uh, in that case, as long as you're in credit where credit was due of how it can kind of like 
it's kind of abrasive, I guess that's a good word for it, you know, and, and those type of, and, and we're, we I know in our circle, we're really good at always giving uh, credit towards each other. Um, but I think in terms of like reputation, um, it's, it's hard. I think for some people to put up blinders or to, I guess, to control the blinders of feedback of understanding of like, Hey, this is how some people feel. I, I think you can come back from it. Right. I think it's possible to come back from it, build a name and, and then obviously like undo a, a, a reputation. If someone's listening to this, maybe they're just, you know, maybe you're in a position of something you can't control. Right. You know, you, we all have that one individual, he who shall not be named that we know of, you know, we have our own little like personal bubble of, of people, you know, who's going out scamming people. Right. But but on the flip side, we can't control what is said from that individual, even though we know that that's the one who's doing wrong. Right. So it's like then the question comes, you know, what what, what can you do? I mean, you, you know, you guys don't know what's being said. Right. For all, you know, right. there could be this little, this little trickle going around the city of whoever he interacts with saying, who knows what about you guys and the story and, and whatever. Um, so, you know, what, what do you do in that, those case, just obviously we have no control over those, but if you're in that situation, yep. the best you can do is just, I guess, just be the best version of yourself they possibly be. Right. Yeah, exactly. You literally be so good that you're undeniable, <clears throat> right? Like yeah. you help the people get the results that they're looking for then it really shuts the naysayers up, right? <clears throat> Whatever story is being told, then you're like, oh, well, he actually puts his money where his mouth is, right? Like he's, he's not gossiping. He's not talking, not talking shit, right? He's not, you know, doing people wrong and going out and finding all these leads and then like not fulfilling anything. Like, like no, he's actually, for, for us example, right? Like we're being a part of the community and we're helping the people around us. And we're actually helping people thrive and we're not, taking like a single dollar and we're very upfront with people and said this is a brand recognition thing. like we want to help you because we genuinely want to help you right why there's seven there's over seven billion people in the world why am i trying to make money off my neighbors right here right like why don't we all make money off the people in the around us right that's a different different solution and then you know you by by having that message at least on our forefront has actually built, built our own reputation around here right like and also with our own clients and things like that people who are in dallas you know, we're in Florida now, but, you know, people are in Dallas still refer us business because of like all the work that we did in the community over there. Um, yeah, that's just, I mean, you know, I mean, that's just our reputation though. Yeah. You just got referred to a client super recently from, from our, one of our oldest clients, you know, from Orlando swimming swim school. Right. Like yeah. we helped them like three years ago and it's like, and now like you're still getting referrals from them. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then out of that, this, this, this referral, you know, was a former pro athlete for 18 years in the motocross space so this is like all right cool i'll take it thank you appreciate it that's a really high profile client to me thank you you know like and i wouldn't have gotten that i wouldn't have gotten that deal had it not been the reputation that we did with our previous client in orlando right like building the systems for her helping her with their events and you know and being there right just being a good person in general and answering the questions that she has because we want her to get the best results possible yeah, which, you know, leads to question and uh, kind of tips on how can you keep a good reputation, right? And and for me, one thing I do, especially like being in sales is, is sometimes like it, I think in order to have a good reputation and to maintain it, you have to have thick skin, 
right? Even if you're having a conversation with somebody and some they say you don't agree with or rubs you wrong and you want everything to always end on good terms, no matter what, and be able to control your emotions to the point where you just, you don't blow up. So like, and, and, and I'll, I'll give you guys a, a very a brief example. Um, I was, I was in a situation recently where I was on a call uh, with this lady and, oh man, she was amazing. I loved like everything that she had going on, what she was doing. Um, we, you know, tons of breakthroughs on the call and, um, you know, she's empowered and wants to help women in the African-American community. Right. Um, and, but what's interesting is during this conversation beforehand, um, I gave an example, I was watching an interview with, uh, Kevin Hart and I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan, right. He's actually one of the role models I look up to in terms of business. Um, because ever since I saw the interview with him and Patrick Bet David and uh, learned more about Kevin and his and how entrepreneurially he is, I've always just been a fan. He's just, he hustles and he grinds, right? Um, and uh, she had said something which made me think of like the, the interview. And uh, I used him as an example. And she goes, Oh, you know what? You're, you're right. I need to, I, I need to put myself first so I can go and help impact. That was, the, that was the whole meaning of the story. I was like, Hey, before Kevin Hart went to help people in poverty, he became Kevin Hart. Right. You know, he was selfish first to be selfless later, because if he would have tried to save everyone else and get the knowledge out there, it wouldn't work. It's like he had to become Kevin first. Right. Um, so later uh, I received this email and uh, she didn't want to move forward because she went through our case studies and she didn't see enough African American case studies. And so I was really taken aback by that when I, when I read it, because one of our biggest case studies is an actual African-American female. She's actually our biggest case study. And we have more. I just didn't think it relevant during the conversation to bring up every person that we have based off of their skin color. Because to me, I, I, don't, I, I don't give a damn, right? It's like, I think that if anyone has a good offer, good messaging, good audience, they could be successful, like by skin color, even relevant, right? Like who cares? But, but what's interesting is her belief was that because we don't have it, she didn't feel like that we can, we can help serve her, which I thought was you know, really interesting. But, um, but one other thing she said, she thought that uh, I brought up Kevin Hart as a tactic, basically. She made like a comment on it, like, oh, you're really smart to bring up Kevin Hart and say this and say that. And I'm sitting there reading this email and like, and I found myself at first, this is what I mean by thick skin. Like I got, I immediately got, I got rubbed the wrong way and was a little bit offended because I took it as man, she thinks that just because that she's black, that I purposely brought up this story to kind of match. And it wasn't, I literally just watched the interview with him on the subject of this, like two hours before the call. And I'm like, he, I've always been a huge Kevin Hart fan. So it was like, not a thing. Right. So, um, but so I'm, I'm going through my whole response to this. And I, I told myself, I was like, okay, do I really want to go on and, and try to reframe this? Is it worth it that she has this belief? Like, I, don't, I didn't have the time, energy, effort to even go. I didn't want to dispute it. I didn't want to argue it. I didn't want to get anything confrontational. So I just told her, hey, if, if you don't feel like this is good for you, like, like 100%, I agree. Timing is everything. And, you know, I wish her the best. And I, and I brought up how I'm a Kevin Hart fan. And I took one word out. The word was literally. I'll say I'm, I'm literally one of his biggest fans, but I felt even the word literally, I felt like could be confrontational. So I workshopped this whole email afterwards and said it. And it was like, I mean, customer service pristine. Right. And it was hard. Like I, it was hard for me to, to do it this way. So you guys know, like I wanted to like debate it and been like, I can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But my rule of thumb <laughs> is I always want to end with every single person on good terms to where like they just had a great experience. They remember the good. There's not even inkling of a chance for confrontation, no matter what. Right. And so, you know, and there's some other people on our team who can't control their emotions and sales. Literally, if, if it's something is confrontational, they blow up. Right. 
Like literally, they just can't control it. So, uh, you know, Laura was like, she read the email and she's like, dude, I want you guys to go over this with a team because, you know, some people don't know how to like do it this way. And this is how I want everybody, you know, having a code of integrity, no matter what the situation, right? And I think that's what it comes down to is code of integrity is the key here. Yep. It's like, you know, having a customer service mentality with every single person, despite your differences and beliefs or what happened, even if someone rubs you the wrong way, right? And you're here to have, have business and, and always having that word of mouth reputation is very, very like important to me. I don't want there to ever be, I don't even want to give anyone the, the power and opportunity to ever be like, oh yeah, well, I had to call this guy. And he was, you know, even if they were in the wrong, they're going to spin it, right? I don't even give them the power. The only thing they remember is just like, wow, he was, you know, he was super nice and still wishing me the best. And, you know, I have, have, has that opening, you know, and, and was there to, to support me in the future. Right. So, so yeah. that's what I think is in terms of getting a good reputation long-term, which is, it's not easy. It's not easy. No, not at all. I'll chime in real quick, just to piggyback on your your story here essentially right of like having having that top quality and customer service and integrity i'll just kind of sum it up in one phrase and you know since we're you know we're we're from the south right we're based on southern hospitality and we always leave things better than when we found it right that's that has been the phrase that has like spurred on my career in the last three years of like, you know what, when someone comes into my business and ecosystem, I want them to leave better than when they found me, right? Like that is the mentality that I have on it, whether it's personal decision, business decision, some sort of tactic or anything like that. And if we don't even do business together, right? I want that reputation of like, you know what, this may not work for us, but here's my recommendations and suggestions based on my experience because I would just want you to go into the next conversation, whoever you do business with, you know, with an understanding of what's going to happen, right? So that way you're not overcharged, you're not, you know, um, under, undervalued your own business services, things like that. So always leaving the situation better than what I found it has been like a, a thing of mine since, you know, as a kid, you know, me and Wally, I actually, you know, we lived out in the middle of the sticks. We wanted to go hang out. You know, you want to go hang out with your best friend, but they live like 30, 40 minutes away. You're just like, well, how do I get invited back to that situation? So I keep coming back. Well, you leave the situation always better than when you found it, having those etiquette, having those manners. And that's essentially what's going to get you that relationship that you really wanted from those people. Yeah, for sure. Just, just to hop in for a second. I mean, I think that uh, you said it right there at the end. It's like my favorite phrase, but it's like, it's like, how do I get invited back to this thing? Right. And then I always think that anytime I'm invited to like a business conference or I get invited to a mastermind, somebody invites me to speak, you know, at their group or whatever. I'm like, how do I get invited back to this? What are the things that I need to do to make sure that, that I, I have, I've, addre I've addressed the host. I've shown them how appreciative I am of their time, show them that I'm here to give value. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just, I think about those things. So that way I, so that way I'm invited back. Right. Um, and I, I don't know if that's like a, like a, like a repressed Asian thing where like I didn't have a lot of friends when I was growing up because I lived out in the country, but it's just like, I've always thought about that when, when going into new situations. And that's always helped me. Um, the second thing I would say is, is I like to think about the second conversation, not the first. So, so like meaning like kind of like what you said, Dylan, where <clears throat> the conversation that happens for not necessarily between me and you, but like between you and your friend, right. About me. And so I always like to think about that. And so, and so when I'm having conversations with people, when I'm dealing with them, I, I remember that, that, oh shit, this person has friends and they, these friends might be people that I want to work with. 
right? And so I want to make sure that that whatever they have to say is at least nice, at least at least neutral. But in general, I want it to be better, and 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 it tells people how awesome I am and that kind of stuff, right? Because people are attracted to those those character traits, you know. And those are and character traits are one of those intangible things that it's hard to sell on. Like for example, like I could tell you I'm super confident, right? And and I could present a certain way, but like how do you how do you like tangibly define, you know, confidence, right? Well, you're going to see it over time because I've, you know, you're going to see it kind of through my actions and different things like that. Right. Does that For make sure. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, I have a, I have a buddy who, you know, I love, I'll play games with them and stuff, but like, you know, just growing up, I, I don't like bringing him out to drink with other people because when he hits a certain level of alcohol, it's like a catastrophe like embarrassingly so where it's like, oh, I don't know if I really want to go on this trip and have him with me and to meet, you know, with these other people, because if he hits this one limit, then it's going to be a nightmare. And, you know, that's just the, that's the image and reputation that he has. Right. So, you know, in those type of environments, you know, now, but now, but now think about it this way. What if he was an entrepreneur and in business? Right. Right. And you're at a social event and stuff. And if that's your rep and how to go now, you could be missing out an opportunity because he's not. But just just for example, if that's your reputation and something as simple as drinking and you can't control yourself right now, you're missing out and other people aren't going to want to you have a bad rap in just that one category. Right. So maybe it's just understanding, you know, what situations I, I think a good exercise would be is just like if there was a situation to where my friends or my colleagues wouldn't want me there, what would it be? Right. Like say something that could be like, you know, embarrassing or something, or maybe they're just not good at that, that skill. Like, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe it's basketball, right. You know, we could make, you know, I'm not that great at basketball. They could be like, Oh, I really want to go net with these guys, but Dylan's going to embarrass the hell out of me in basketball. So <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring them. Right. You know, I don't know what that thing is, but I feel like everybody at least has that thing, you know? Um, and you know, there's, there's things that you can't control and what you can't. So I think it's just being aware of, of yes, it's important to not care what other people think, but if it's something that's going to harm in terms of reputation, then it matters. So it's just kind of having the judgment call of like, okay, should I care about what they think in this certain case? Is this, does this matter? Does it not matter? And so like, how do you guys feel of being like, like what, what, what can you guys do to separate the two? Right. How can you make a judgment call of like, okay, this people perceive, these people perceive this about me. Cause you know, like, you know, if it could be a haters going to hate situation or it could be like, well, no, this could be a bad reputation. Right. So, so where do you find that fine line? Ah, oh, man, that's a good question because I think it's about, I think it comes back to like, what do you try to do in life? Right. And then by you, speaking to people and talking about some some goals that you have and then people look at the actions that you're doing from a day to day are they congruent right do they line up do your words line up with your actions that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and then is your intention really there right some people some people aren't really like 100 percent honest about like what they're trying to create for example the individual that we talked about earlier you know who stood up in my group right He's not sure essentially what he really wants to create, but he knows he wants that type of environment and feel. And so what the, the, rep, the reputation that he's built essentially, right, is trying to talk to a lot of women, right, um, and leveraging business as a way to talk to them. And so it's like uh, your intentions is incorrect, 
right? Because you're talking about business, but then your actions are dictating, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. Okay, cool. You can't mix the two, right? Like dating and business can bleed together if those are upfront and transparent. But if it's not made known, then people know, don't know what to expect from you. And then you, you, you say one thing, you do another, and now people are, are, are mismatching the message from what you're Catch saying on. to what you're doing, Yep. right? And they're like, okay, this is, this is obviously not what <laughs> this person is actually wanting to do, right? And so one of the biggest things that you know, we do for our business is that we provide a safe container for, for entrepreneurs uh, on public speaking. Right. Yeah. It's that like we know what it means to public speak. Doesn't matter where you're male, female, you know, doesn't matter what race you are, right? If you're trying to be a professional and you want to be taken seriously, right, then you have to have some sort of confidence when you publicly address people. And that bleeds into other things that you do, right? And so we've, you know, the biggest thing is is that like nothing the, the way you articulate yourself is how you can define yourself as how professional you really are. Right. And if you can, the more, the better you're able to articulate and communicate. Right. And then your actions line up the same way. Well, people are like, okay, cool. This person obviously is walking the walk. Like he's not just doing one thing and saying these things. Like they're actually being built, they're actually being created. People are saying other things about him. Right. Behind the scenes. Right. There are, um, <laughs> there are instances like up and down the street here uh, where I've had people who would come to the, the networking group and just randomly pop up like on the other side of the street and wave me down right that lets me know that i've built a pretty decent reputation about myself that someone can look at across the street almost a block away and go hey fun so good to see you and then i walk right up over there i walk a block and go hey what's up good to see you i didn't know you were here what brought you out in town <laughs> what are you doing out here oh you know I just got my headset on walking up and down the sound be bopping along you know and they see me in my different elements and like they're willing to wave me down. Like that lets me know that I've built a good reputation. If you, if you see someone in public and they do this whole like <laughs> side eye thing, right? Like, like, oh man, like I should probably reevaluate myself. Like, why did that person do that? <laughs> yeah. Don't want to, don't want, don't want to associate and <laughs> be like, oh crap. <laughs> How do yeah, you know that yeah, person? Yeah. You don't need to, yeah. I don't want to hurry around the corner. Like, oh, we got to go. Like, so that's not the, the feel you want. So y'all said with this individual, it was in terms of awareness, you said metal. Okay. You said like, kind of like middle aware. Like, so, so what do you mean by that? Does that mean like that, that like it's been brought up, like he's a hundred percent aware that, that this is happening. There's like no, no, like zero awareness whatsoever. And just, and just doesn't care and just going to keep going about it or, uh, you know, and has it gotten to point? Cause like, you know, just for context, everyone knows like, yes, like Fung and Wally are very, you know, they're friendly individuals and stuff, but like there is a level 10 Fung and Wally to where if there was ever a conversation that would need to be had, like, trust me, <laughs> Fung and Wally would, you know, be like, especially if it was like, you know, other people around or could be something that could affect their event or their business, they'll be, they are very quick to have that very stern conversation. So has it gotten to that point where you guys, even yourselves had to come in and, and have that sternness? No, I, I would say for, for me in particular, like, like, uh, this, this individual doesn't, I mean, his presence doesn't necessarily affect anything that I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if, if anything, he helps, he helps me. He, I shine even better. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, really, but, uh, but, but so, so my immediate thing is just with this person, I don't, I don't hang out with them. Like they don't get, they don't get any extra amount of my time other than what's necessary. If that makes yeah. sense. 
Um, yeah, and you, you kind of get in what you put in. So it's our kind of piggyback off of Wally a little bit, right? Like this, the individual, like, you know, we're speaking of the conversations that we have, right, are always, um, if they're like two to three minute conversations, then you know they're not meaningful conversations, right? When someone asks you, like, how are you doing? And then you just walk away, then that means they know that those interactions aren't going to be like really long. So for like this one, you know, it's like, when we have conversations, they're very pointed. They're very like straight to straight to the to the point of like you know I'm gonna ask you for advice instead of like ask you how things are doing on your end, right? And that's a, that's a big part of like you know building relationships and business, right? It's like you want to know how those people are doing in their in their day to day. Are they good, right? That lets people know that you care, and then they're like, okay, cool, I can talk to this person about more intimate things, whether it's my business or it's personal, right? It doesn't. It, really doesn't matter in that in that sense at least in my opinion you know when you're you're honest and upfront with that then you're like oh okay cool at least this person is asking me questions and can actively help me with certain things and you're kind of like a it's like a soundboard type thing like we're an idea board right we're able to bounce things off of each other like even in those 15 minute interactions and so but with this particular case right um you can tell in the conversation like fishing right and then after a while, you kind of pick up on that. And so then you just like, it kind of just rubs you the wrong way and leaves a bad taste in your mouth or you're not like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to associate with this. Right. Yeah. So well, this point, in we're terms of awareness, like, you know, the, the, you know, good, good, good joking industry network marketing. Right. You know, they talk about how you always have that, the party guy, the barbecue, you, every time you invite friends over next thing, you know, you're putting the disc on the TV, you know, and they're like, I just, I just came here to, watch football man and and the parties and you know they always have to go and do the pitch right which which is breaking frame yeah right? kind of yeah. same thing what you guys are talking about right going to give give help and advice to a, a female and then all of a sudden you're you know maybe you're hitting on them or doing whatever and then that's what you're known for but um but you know even if i was the network marketing guy in terms of that i would still want that as terms of like feedback someone to come up to me and be like look man like people don't want to come to your barbecues and stuff anymore because every single time you invite us over for football and every single time you invite us for a barbecue, like you're always going and just pitching your stuff, right? We really just want to hang out and enjoy and not, not get pitched. And yep. as feedback, I just want you to know that people are aware of it and that's why no one's coming anymore. Yep. Right. You're, you're, so, you're in the growth mindset and you, and you're willing to take that step. Uh, yeah. you, you're willing to admit that you're wrong. Uh, and I think that that's the biggest problem <laughs> with, with, with most people and this particular individual is that is that they won't necessarily see their actions as potentially wrong at all. It's just, it's like, it's like the halo effect for themselves, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So, but, but, but as feedback for those listening in, right. For those characteristics, like, how do you know that? Right. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right. But so, so how do you know that it's in terms of not, or, or what kind of warning signs do you guys see? So other people are aware right of the that that person wouldn't be open to feedback or not have a growth mindset like is that like like actual like you've seen these specific characteristics or are you assuming oh no i know those i know these characteristics exist for sure okay uh, okay and what what would those characteristics be for those that are listening in as like a warning sign to look out for for people who you know you know maybe maybe there's are people close to just have a, a bad rap and you want to give them that but you're just like oh man there's no way that they would they would accept the information mm-hmm yeah, so I, I think I think the first thing is is being okay with admitting that you're wrong or that you're that that you were not you did not make the right decision. If that makes yeah. sense, that's the first one. Um, generally, you know, uh, this I'm I'm speaking about this particular person, but I, this also applies to a lot of people. Yeah. But generally, uh, 
if you can't admit that you're wrong, then that will cause a lot of issues for you and your relationships because you will always try to defend your position, right? You're always like, oh, well, like, but no, 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 it wasn't like that because of this or, oh yeah, oh, so yeah. and so happened. So it's like this. I know people like, like oh, that. Oh, well, like if you can think about it from my perspective, da, 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 da. and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're just making excuses, right? Uh, and, and so like, like being okay with being wrong and then making, being willing to make the changes to then correct that behavior, right? Um, and so I think that's the first thing is just, just that, that ability to admit that you're wrong. Uh, the second one is, is um, idea input, right? Meaning like, like when people give you ideas, uh, if, if you notice that, that people stop giving you ideas, then you probably are not receptive to them, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because you're just, you're just, it's just wasted effort and energy at that point. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, it's not going not gonna to go anywhere. So yeah, yeah so I mean, essentially in a nutshell, they're just, they're just not coachable at all. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just not one being willing to admit that they're they're wrong is I think probably the biggest one going instead of being like, oh, you know what? Damn, my bad. Like you're right. You're absolutely right. I actually should be thinking it this way. But like that that comes from a growth mindset and you've had to have fallen on your face a lot and received a lot of feedback in order to get to that stage. Right. So some people don't take fail, failure as feedback. They're just they take failure as like, it's the worst thing that's going to happen to them. And if, you know, I should just always justify my actions because I'm not a failure. Right. Because I can do all these things. It's like, no, dude, like we're all failures. <laughs> like failure is just feedback on doing it differently. And that's the whole point. of like, why you're doing the things that you do in general. Right. That's what makes you, that gives you integrity as a person because you're willing to accept that feedback and you know that you're, you make mistakes and then you're able to work as a team. And then people are like, Oh, this person I can work with or this person I can do business with or this person I may be able to be in a relationship with, right? <laughs> like, and then, and then the aversion to feedback, right? Also the, also the flip side of that, right? Where it's like, yes. it's like not just that they, that they don't take it, but, but they run away from it, right? Like, like feedback is given, oh, wait, no, that's just how I am. I, I was born like this. I can't change that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. the aversion to is, is definitely a big one too. It's like, oh, this is just how I am as an individual. This is how I am. I've always grown up and thought, and this is how I've always been my whole life. Like, really? Really? <laughs> is that something that was actually said? Or you know, is that just a joke? Did I actually say, did someone say that? Yeah, people have no, definitely said, said that, bro. No, no, no. Wow. It's, it's said. That's not jokes. No, I, no, no embellishment here. I know I'm a marketer and yeah. I do embellish a little bit sometimes, but no, there's no embellishment here. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was just born this way. Sorry, I can't do anything about it. Right. That just shows you like- <laughs> This is just, this like is just a trigger for me. Like I can't, yeah, yeah it's just, just a trigger for me. It's like, I wow. get it, but like you can do something about your triggers. You can do for something sure. about these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean at the end of the day, I mean, everyone has to remember like you only get one, right? You only have one life right? You get one reputation. I mean, like, okay, the, the caveat to that, this isn't like a religious thing. If you believe you have multiple lives, okay, that's cool. But in the one that you are in right now, <laughs> you yeah. only have one reputation and that's what you're going to be known for. So even in a future life, you're going to be a different person or whatever, and you can work on that reputation then. But right now you only get that, that one shot. So reputation is everything. And it takes, and it takes a long time too, right? Like once you, once you've got that bad mark on it, right. It takes like three times the amount of time to fix that bad mark, right? Like that's, that's what a lot of people don't realize is like people will always 
people always remember the negative and the bad things that you do more than they remember the good, right? They will always remember that one, how you made them feel that one time, they will always remember that. Yep. That's why uh, when, when, you know, we preach integrity first in the military, but um, when we go out to like public settings and stuff, kind of rules is, is they don't, obviously if you're out like as a unit, you can go like to bars and stuff in place. But uh, if you're ever out like as a civilian, you know, outside of work hours, uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow us to wear uniforms out in public at, in bar settings. Reason being is because of exactly that. We can do as much good for the community in the military, repping the uniform and the brand as much as, as, as possible. And people were grateful for it, like, you know, going to serve in your country and everything. And it just takes that one asshole, one fucking asshole to go and do something stupid in uniform. And then that's how everyone perceives as the brand for everybody else, no matter how much good it is, right? It just takes that one instance that can do so much damage which is why they were, they were so, they were so strict on it because they're like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not worth the repercussions of one young, you know, 19 year old who's hammered in uniform, making an ass of himself or herself. I'm yep. not going to be sexist either or, <laughs> uh, that, that would ruin it for everyone. Right. So it, it, it's true, right. It just takes that one negative occurrence and you'd be surprised how much, um, uh, that can affect somebody, especially in terms of motivation. Yeah. Like I'm in this, you want to know what's crazy. I went to, um, you know, my parents were just in town and, uh, in order to park their hot, uh, their hotel, it would have been for the day longer than three hours. The hotel said the VIP would be $50. It's like $50. Oh my, that's freaking insane. Uh, and that was anything longer than three hours. So we went to go and get parking and there was a lot that was outside and it was 25 bucks. And then next to it, there was a sign and by, um, I don't remember what the hotel chain is. There was a, a, a parking garage that said $20. So it's 25 and 20. And this guy was sitting outside and, um, I was like, uh, yeah, that's so cool. You are side by side, you know, there's a difference in, in price. So the guy knows the owner and get this, the parking lot that's next to them, that's outside in the heat for 25 bucks. The owner used to own it, but in, by law, a, a, a portion of, sales you make from parking has to go to the city because the city wasn't making enough money from it. They came and confiscated it from him. They literally just That's came right. in and they, they stole it right from under him. Government stepped in like, Nope, this is profitable. We're taking it. So guess what this guy did as a fuck you to the city. He went and made a deal with the hotel, bought, bought the rights to use the, um, the parking garage, which is, you know, inside and lower the prices to steal the business from the city who fucked him to bleed them to the point where they'll give it back to him. Wow. Right. Wow, so, right. So I was sitting there and I, and I remember talking to the guy cause he used something with the owner. I was like, damn, I was like, wow, revenge is like a really powerful fucking motivator, you know, of like, okay, cool. You're going to do this. Like, I'm going to go take these actions. The customer's going to get a better deal. I'm going to bleed you guys. And I'll just keep lowering my prices. I don't give a shit until you guys give me this back because you guys basically screwed me over. Right. Which, but in terms of reputation, city has a bad rep, right? They're greedy as hell. Right. And no business. And, and what happens? Like a lot of people and entrepreneurs don't ever want to like deal with specific industries because they know either the government or the city is going to screw them. Right. You know, look at, look at uh, marketing and stuff by like um, people like Russell Brunson who talk about, I don't want to deal with investors and stuff like, you know, self-grown start from zero because you know, the hassle, the politics, and then you have a board of directors. And then you know, what happens to board of directors, they can cut you out of your own damn business. 
right? Because that that's the negative reputation that it has. And, but it's just so interesting to see how, like when that happens, how revenge is such a powerful motivator <laughs> to go and feel like I'm getting this back and I'm going to screw you to the, the utmost intent. So just know that if you do have a bad reputation and you do what kind of Feng says, and you have that, just that one bad time, that one slip up, depending on the grand scale of what it is, you could be motivating that person from that screw up to come back with a vengeance and using revenge and, and hatred as motivating factor to come and crush you, right? Sure. In terms of well, business. I mean, one of my biggest fears, and I've said this before, but it's, my biggest fear is a billionaire <clears throat> decides that he doesn't like me and that, and that he wants to make my life miserable with 1% of his capital. That's like one of my, my biggest fears because that's like a million dollars to your misery, which is a lot of money to make you unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine it. Like you, you want to go to shake hands and then, you know, one phone call, a guy could be like, Hey, here's, here's a hundred grand a pot. Just be like, all I asked for you the whole year, you see this guy, you never do business with him. That's my one rule. And you, you spread the word, right. For a hundred grand. Like, okay. <laughs> right. That's that it. Be, it's over. You're done. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just takes just one. Like just takes one. Yeah. It was, um, I saw it. I think it was Ty Lopez that said it. He said that in terms of levels to the game, he said the 300 million marker was the levels to the game for it. Like he said, he said, if there's anyone you never want to piss off, he's like, it's a 300 million plus. He's like, literally, like that is not someone you want to get on their bad side that you ever want to like rub them the wrong way. Like they have enough money to where it will not affect them to make your life a living hell. And it happens all the time. So we said that I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> Point taken. Don't piss off someone doing 300 million plus. <laughs> Keep the reputation high. The reputation good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, me and reputation. Every, absolutely everything. So key points of today's episode, guys, knowledge boner moments is obviously reputation matters, right? Be aware. Uh, and if you're not aware, I would say go to people around you and then just ask They're like, hey, hey, and honestly, in a setting, you know, for, for personal feedback, have a growth mindset and say, Hey, is there a case where, you know, you would think that people wouldn't want me involved because of this? Like what's something I can work on to be aware of, of, uh, in terms of reputation that I can get better at, uh, so that it, it doesn't affect me in the future, right? Be aware, be open to feedback and criticism and always have integrity in that customer support mindset in business of doing right by your business partners, always doing things and going above and beyond. If, if the deal goes wrong to pay them back, it could be something as simple as that, right? Having, having a reputation of if something goes wrong, you will always do right and, and, and get their money back, even if you don't have to. Even if the legal paperwork says, okay, it was risk, right? That's the type of reputation you definitely want in a business setting, right? Doing right by your prospects and your customers, no matter what the situation is, you don't want to want it to rub them the wrong way and have that negative connotation go through and, and hurt you. And, um, and just doing right in general in terms of integrity, right? If you can do that and, and have positive reputation going in your favor to where it's not hurting you, you're going to be set up in the long run and then never piss anyone off that's doing over 300 million a year. <laughs> Don't make Wally's fear of a pissing off a billionaire come to life <laughs> for him or for you. So I hope this today's episode was uh, valuable for you guys tuning in, uh, you know, kind of seen more of like a, a knowledge boner gossip episode, which is pretty cool <laughs> that it turned into of a specific individual. So that, that made it a little fun, but uh, hope this was valuable and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the knowledge boner experience. See ya. See ya. Thanks for having us.